bro. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mike, and today I have your GM's Damone, D Money Allen. Your Book It Boy of the Year, and currently leading the second pay per views. Stop the steal. Late night, Keefy Keefe. This, this is for Damone, Book It Boy of the Year. Bad guy, Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) That was a nasty drink. (laughs) It like it was drinking maple syrup. (laughs) (laughs) A little fudge. It sounded thick. (laughs) Oh, I hate your name, John. (laughs) I like little fudge. Teddy Long has the shooters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and the fucking you, snipers ready to shoot Matt yeah. Hardy. <laughs> shoot Matt Hardy if he steps foot on sight. And if you uh, haven't haven't paid attention, you know we're still working doing our own company's pay per views. We're on the second round. Uh, we're finishing that up tonight with myself and Keith, WCW and AEW. Uh, should be interesting. Uh, Travi T should be joining us at some point tonight. Probably. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I like how none of us caught that Damone had the wrong background up this entire time. You <laughs> <laughs> could have kept it the entire time, and I, we would have never said anything. Y'all I'm, I'm really aware. This guy lead the polls right now. I, <laughs> I'm just going to say it to, to the Twitter viewers. I had a better show. Correct this. No, he didn't. Uh, the people have spoken. Of the people so far, the host of Book It have spoken. I have the better show. And you just live witnessed an evolution. That's what you witnessed. You know, Mike's I, was, was, off the I, for that. I hated your show. I thought your show was trash. So, <laughs> thank you. It's, trash recognizes trash. You're right. I am trash. I'm. I'm last. Mike's awfully bold for someone. See, it takes one to know one. Right. Right. Um, you're awfully bold. Yeah. Right. Mike. All right. You know what? Keith, it. Keith, you're going first. All right. Yeah. No. You go. Go ahead. How many? Wait, how many matches do you have? Uh, 20 one, like Travis. Two, <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And this is just the made up okay. match types. I'm going yeah, first. This is just the made up matches. It's <laughs> not including the standard matches. I am going to go first because that's a lot of matches to sit through. We need to bounce out halfway. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty standard. I don't know. Yeah, Most of us have had six eight. Like, yeah. All right, that was my uh, pay per view later. <laughs> no, go ahead, Keith. Go ahead and do your pay per view. Are you sure? Yeah. You want to follow ahead. me? No, let's go. No, go Mike, Mike's waiting for the heat to die down a little bit. Yeah. You know what? You know he what? Going in bad. <laughs> <laughs> me and Kenny are just going to take over. We're just going to do our pay per views now. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Bro. I don't think uh, I don't know. Kenny had a great first round one, but I think he's not in the A list for <laughs> round two. <laughs> Me and Damone would have to run that shit back. So, do you want me to go first, Mike, or do you yeah, want to go? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead Keith. Okay. So <clears throat> we start out 
with Greg Hamilton, Vampiro, and Matt Stryker welcoming the, welcoming the people to Double or Nothing live from Caesars Palace in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, and to get the party started off right, Greg Hamilton announces, please welcome the special kickoff host of Double or Nothing. And, the, and it goes silent. And then the Godfather's music hits. Already off hot. <laughs> oh, it's not the good father from Right to Censor. Damn uh, it. No. <laughs> I want you to know so far we're at a five stars. Five dollar signs. So Godfather comes out. He's got a group of lovely ladies with him. He warms up the crowd, hits his perfect catchphrase, uh, tells everyone, come get on the oh train. And then he hits a big button that sets off all the pre-show pyro. So the pyro's going off, fireworks everywhere. Pop, 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 pop. And out come the hosts of Double or Nothing, world famous podcasting and booking group, the Book It Boys. Oh, goddammit. He tried to kiss our everyone's ass. I, oh, but... <laughs> I thought I thought Damone pandered. But holy shit. <laughs> you ready for this? So, uh, the Book It Boys are the hosts of Double or Nothing, and they each come out to greet the fans with their own special entrance. Uh, Mike repels down from the rafters like he's Sting. <laughs> oh. Travis Travis is brought to the ring by one of those tiny little motorized rings from WrestleMania 3. God. <laughs> Kenny comes down to the ring from the crowd. What is uh, it? With a, with a Pepsi instead of a beer, and he okay. doesn't smoke okay. a cigarette. <laughs> I wish that were me. <laughs> um, John is in full Jeff Hardy face paint with black lights, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see damone comes down on a motorcycle but it's like one of the three world ones that triple h used and then of course keith comes down with a full red carpet and paparazzi like i'm um, eminem you ruined yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Those last three words, like the red carpet had... paparazzi were great, and then you said like I'm Eminem. It's like, oh, so you're gonna drop some shitty ass music and like, whoa, whoa, no, whoa, not whoa, Eminem whoa. the rapper. Oh, Eminem oh, like Mercury, Nitro, okay. Molina. That, that makes it. That makes it I, a lot better. All thought he meant Eminem. The rapper. So that's Everyone okay. that that improves it, it by a lot. Okay. He's just a giant Eminem. Like <laughs> he's the green Eminem with the Doctor Phil mustache. <laughs> Um, so we all come down. The book of boys are in little, the ring. You got a little brown on your nose. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> the book of boys come down to the ring. They greet all the fans and welcome them to double or nothing. Uh, when all of a sudden the right to censors music hits. There we go. <laughs> uh, oh, Abyss. man. Wait, wait. Do I, do I get to say welcome to, to double or nothing? <laughs> yes. Welcome I, to double I, or nothing. <laughs> I'm your commissioner. High five, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right to Censor comes out, which includes um, Abyss, Jim Cornette, <laughs> Stephen Richards, <laughs> and um, and Just Incredible. So when 
uh, uh, let's see. They complain. They come out complaining that they were not included on the double or nothing card. They call all the Bucket Boys dorks. And Abyss and Just Incredible start to climb into the ring apron when John Moxley's music hits. Moxley enters through the crowd and he grabs three tables from under the ring. And he says, if you wanted to fight so bad, all you had to do is ask. But let's like make it a little more interesting and wood to the mix. And Keith, of course, chimes in with organiclevin.com, promo code 313. <laughs> <laughs> so uh mox the tangles up with with credible while the boys try to gang up on abyss and steven richards um abyss starts swinging wildly and jo- knocks john in the ring um richards ducks out of the ring and starts grabbing tables and setting them up john richards has Richard. to get a chair <laughs> oh, okay i can't do that's too close to tlc <laughs> um let's see Richards ducks out of the ring and starts grabbing tables and setting them up while John nails Richards with a super kick, knocking him onto the table on the outside. Mike climbs to the top rope and goes for a splash on Richards, but just like a true Bills fan, he misses Richards and goes through the table, crashing to the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd be a Bills fan, lost me at crashing to the floor. (laughs) Uh, Keith goes to take a a run at Abyss and ends up getting black hole slammed through a table in the ring. If Travis is the only one that lands a hit, we're we're done here. I landed a hit. I landed a super kick. I'm looking good. Uh, let's see. Kenny ends up CM punking or CM Punk elbow dropping credible through a table. Um, Moxley and Travi suplex uh, Stephen Richards through a table, but are immediately double choke slammed by Abyss through two other tables. Uh, so right now we're left with Mike, John, and Damone who try to take down Abyss together, but Abyss is too strong. Damone grabs a sledgehammer and knocks Abyss back onto the table while Mike opposite sides of the ring and do a double splash on Abyss through the table, winning the match for the Book It Boys. Damn, okay. he, went, he went full meme with this. I need a minute to think. <laughs> I'm going to give you a four. I appreciate the pandering. <laughs> but... I feel like there's a lot for an opening. Like, it just—it feels like it was like 20 minutes. Like, it's gonna take a fucking long time for us to all make entrances. You already had an, an introduction, and then we did an introduction, and then you had a match, an impromptu match. It just seems like it was a lot to open. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give you a four, though. Yeah, uh, I, I'm also going with a four, mostly because. I, I agree with the moan on the entrances. Uh, I like you said I, no, I uh, yeah. So we all could have just come out to the book it boy uh, the book it theme song. We have one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's speaking fast. But but yeah, uh, I'm going to go with a four. You're not getting a five because fuck pandering. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm so torn. I, I, I'm going to let Kenny go. I, I need a minute to think about my number. Mm. Well, <laughs> I'm not really a fan of the pandering. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go 2.5, but I'm going to go with a three. I'm right. not going to do you dirty. Did you hear the part say, where I gave you a CM Punk elbow drop through a table? I, I, I did hear that part. I appreciate it. it. That's what, okay, that's what okay. uh, gave you the 0. .5. 
Awesome. I got to say, out of all the Book It Boys, I look the strongest in this match. So I really am more inclined. <laughs> I didn't get hit with any spots, and I hit a finisher and won the match with Mike. So I got put over pretty hard. Uh, uh, I got hit and got back up and helped help with the finish. So we're good. Gonna, also, I don't I don't care for Abyss in Rank Dissension, sir. I see it with the Chris Parks, though. I, I kind of see it. Is he Chris Parks or is he Abyss? So he's Abyss, but he's not wearing the mask, and he's gotten like straight teeth, and he's wearing like all an all white kind of jumpsuit, like so. Chris Parks, kind of, or Joseph <laughs> Parks. Yeah, they all yeah. said Chris. I just went with that, but yeah, uh, Chris is his real name, so that's what I'm used to. But yeah, uh, just used to calling Abyss by his first name. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so what to do, Chris? I'm gonna go three and a half because I know there's a lot of meme memory and, and bullshit that you got away with with those fours, but uh, you know, you put me over strong, so I'm not gonna go as low as Kenny. <laughs> awesome. I'll take it all. All right. <clears throat> so the next match is Bianca Belair versus Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Your facial expression great. Like, Kenny, Kenny always gives that facial expression when somebody reads out the match every single time. Like, they, without they, a doubt. It was a nasty matchup. I'm going to make that face. <laughs> <laughs> I was with Bianca Belair, and then he was like, and Stephanie Man. I'm like, what? Wait a minute. Yeah, I was like, really looking forward to it. And then He's it like, I drafted like two women. <laughs> <laughs> and he is, he plays one of the women in character. So, like, it's not even on his roster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to put Teddy Long in matches with his shooters. <laughs> um, so this match all started out. So at the previous pay-per-view, Bad Blood, Bianca Belair was cheated out of her women's championship by J Jordan Grace and Jim Cornette when Jim Cornette smacked her with the uh, tennis racket, making her lose to Grace. Uh, so Bianca demands a, that Stephanie McMahon grant her a rematch versus Jordan Grace uh, after Jim Cornette helped her win by cheating. Stephanie takes offense to Belair making demands and told her that KEW, the KEW championship rematches are not always guaranteed. Um, that Bianca would have to work her way back up the ladder. But before Stephanie can finish, Bianca snaps and says, no, 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 no. Don't give me none of that corporate bull. Beep. <laughs> give me my title shot or else. Stephanie chuckles a little bit and swiftly slaps Bianca across the face. Who the hell do you think you are? I am Stephanie McMahon, and I run this show. How dare you disrespect me? So over the next couple weeks, Belair is put through the ringer, being forced to wrestle a gauntlet match against Luna Vachon, Lana, Jazz, and Beth Phoenix. The following week, she is forced to face both Bellas in a handicap match. The week after that, Stephanie makes Belair compete against Eva Marie, Nia Jax, and Tamina in hopes of her getting injured. Damn, she's gonna get killed by <laughs> In hopes of her getting injured before the big show. Uh, each week, Belair is able to obtain the victory, but she is visibly exhausted. But week after week, she wins, and she takes to the mic and tells Stephanie to bring her scrawny ass down the ramp and fight her herself. So the final week leading up to Double or Nothing, Stephanie has had enough and opens the show by suspending Belair, forcing her to miss Double or Nothing. Stephanie says that no wrestler is bigger than KEW, no star is brighter than the company. And as she says that, completely different character than late night Keefy Keefe, 
late night Keefe Khan shows up. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Santina Morella. <laughs> Keefe was like so he, like serious he, last show. Now he's just like God, like full like <laughs> meme. Like, yeah. I appreciate it. Late this this version Khan. of Keefe has a hat. The other one didn't. This, yeah. <laughs> Late night Keefe Khan shows up and he tells Stephanie, you know, Steph, can I call you Steph? Uh, I sign your check so I can call you Steph if I want. You know, Steph, I agree with you. I do. And I believe you've do, been doing a bang up job here for KEW. When I drafted this roster, I wanted the best of the best. And that's why I chose you to be their leader, their general manager, their commissioner. However, I did not hire you to be their authority figure. You've done a hell of a job coming up with match types, organizing pay-per-view cards, etc. That said, I feel like you may have overlooked some of our talent out there, Bianca Belair in particular. Belair is a highly touted, sought-after talent that KEW simply cannot do without. Having her off the biggest show of the year is simply bad for business. That's why this Sunday at Double or Nothing, live from Las Vegas, Nevada, Bianca Belair, moment to shine when she takes on you. It'll be the EST Bianca Belair versus the Billion Dollar Princess Stephanie McMahon. So the match happens, and it's basically everything you think it would be. It's Stephanie scared of Bianca. Bianca slamming her around as much as she can. Um, let's see. Bianca laughs and taunts her and kind of gets to take out all the week's worth of aggression built up towards Stephanie and kind of toys around with her. Um Stephanie gets in a little bit of offense, but Bianca is just far too much of an athlete for her. She hits a KOD on Stephanie and pins her for the win. Bianca celebrates after the match, and Stephanie timidly shakes her hand or put her hand out to shake as a sign of sportsmanship. Bianca reluctantly takes her hand, but as she does, Stephanie tries to swing at her one more time. But Bianca ducks and sets Stephanie up for another KOD, planting her in the middle of the ring and getting her WrestleMania vengeance. Or oh shit, I stole WrestleMania candy. <laughs> I, say, yeah, I ain't got WrestleMania. <laughs> Sorry, her double or nothing vengeance. Uh, I'm gonna give this a two and a half. The and the half is for the story. You built up the story to the point where it's not terrible, but the match itself is gonna be terrible. I'm I don't want to watch this match at all. And I love <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah, from Damone. I love Stephanie. Don't get me wrong. Love her. But she's not a great wrestler, and <laughs> like, I just don't think it would be a very good match, especially with like no outside interference or help or anything. I just think it would be a very, very bad match. It's not a very long match either. It's but the but the build the build was got you most of that two and a half. Okay, so you did. Did you draft other females? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm Jordan at a Grace, two and a half, two, and a half two. Because you could have chose anyone else. <laughs> 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 I would have even liked, been okay with Lana. But you had Jordan Grace on the roster, and you're like, let's let's put Stephanie McMahon in the spot. <laughs> That's what Stephanie McMahon would do in that position of power. What? <laughs> right, right. But she would like, wrestle. Welcome to realism. At, at that point, I don't think she'd wrestle at that stage. I'm thinking We're, like businesswoman Stephanie. Do you know Stephanie McMahon? 
or even <laughs> if she, but if she did wrestle, she would cheat. Like she would have someone come help her. But he doesn't have Triple H. He can't do it. She's in a power role. Like she could do something. To... He can't even have her cheat with Kurt Angle like back in the day because <laughs> Kenny's not Kurt Angle. He ain't got no man for her to run in for her. Kenny, what's your rating on this? Hmm. Mine was also 2.5, and I was feeling bad, and then you guys said the same thing, and I don't feel bad now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, I definitely – I like the story, but that's really all I like is is the lead-up to it. (laughs) And it's kind of like, oh, okay, she's getting her get back, but I don't really care to see them in the ring (laughs) against each other. It's kind of like, all right, fuck her up. And it's like, all right, let's go to the next thing. That's where I'm at. So, so yeah, I'm around the same thing, 2.5. I'm going to sound like an asshole with this one because I feel like the 2.5s are a little bit generous only because, uh, and I have to give the constructive criticism here on this one, part of the buildup was flawed, and that's what they're giving the praise to, particularly kind of how you you basically just came out and said, I'm going to put her in the ring with botch machines and (laughs) just hope she gets injured. You didn't say it. But you said it, like, uh, because she's facing the Bellas, so that's a concussion. And then (laughs) Nia Jax, Tamina, and even Marie Mm. at the same time. That's like, God, I I never thought about that. Like, uh, I'm not gonna make the joke I was thinking of, but that's so many concussions. (laughs) Like, uh, I have to give this a two. Did you lose him? Oh. Yep, there we go. Yeah, you liked a little bit. Uh, yep. Tag match. Oh, Hold on. Your, your internet is being stupid. Keeps lagging. Oh. That match lagged him. <laughs> <laughs> lagged him back. Yeah, I, like, I like the face that he stuck in. Oh, he's <laughs> Are we good? Right, go. Yeah. Okay, so the next match is a six-man elimination tag match between the Bullet Club, which has AJ Styles, Billy Gunn, and Ron versus Evolution, which is Cody Rhodes, EC3, and Pat McAfee. Who's the third man in uh, Bullet Club? Bullet Club. The third man is Ron Simmons. <laughs> yeah, you, you lagged out when you said that. Oh. You should have put Ron uh, Let's see. You should put Ron Simmons in Evolution. <laughs> I thought he was going to say Roddy Radke, and that's a bit of a letdown. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is a battle of faction supremacy. Both teams believe that they are the premier squad for KEW. Evolution is cocky, is the cocky limousine riding, champagne sipping, good life living, do whatever it takes to win group. And Bullet Club are the uber, uber confident, rough and ready to rumble group with... Uh, that is out to prove that they are the top faction of the brand. Evolution has attacked Bullet Club members individually for weeks, leading to the leading to the Bullet Club destroying Evolution's limousine. Uh, let's see. The match off starts off kind of slow with the Bullet Club out wrestling Evolution. Uh, then uh, suddenly all hell breaks loose, and the referee cannot control the six men, leading to all or spilling throughout throughout the arena floor. Uh, referees from the back have to come out and help separate the two teams. And order is restored. Uh, the match takes a turn after this happens, though. The teams become more stiff and hit harder than before. 
Cody Rhodes is the first eliminated by Ron Simmons. Next, AJ Styles eliminates EC3 with a devastating phenomenal forearm. All that's left is Pat McAfee. He slowly climbs into the ring, staring down the three opponents. Gunn goes in for the tack, a pummeling in the corner. Uh, the ref backs him off McAfee, and Gunn goes to attack again, but McAfee slaps him across the face, and Gunn is furious. Uh, he goes back to attack him, but this time McAfee spits directly in Billy Gunn's face, uh, which causes Billy Gunn to go completely crazy and beats McAfee in the corner, ignoring the ref's count and getting disqualified. Uh, let's see. Styles enters the ring and picks up where Gun picks up where Gun left off, and the Bullet Club believe that this is their night and start to grow in confidence. Uh, AJ goes to set up a phenomenal forearm, but Pat pulls the ref uh, in the way, and AJ the ref by accident. Ron Simmons gets pulled from the apron and then is attacked by a hooded figure. The figure slides into the ring and super kicks Styles, turning and flipping him all the way over. Right. Uh, let's see. The figure beats down Styles and drags McAfee over for the pin. Lana appears uh, coming down the ramp and she helps shove the ref back into the ring as he groggily makes the count. Styles is eliminated and the hooded figure reveals himself as Rusev. He picks up Simmons, throws him into the ring, and McAfee stirs and goes to punt Simmons in the face, which is his finishing move now. It's just a like Randy Orton punt, but it's fucking Pat McAfee punting him in the face. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. He punts That's Simmons a big in the face. Figure, by the way. <laughs> I was for the smaller dog. That dude was huge. <laughs> uh, let's see. McAfee falls into the pin and Evolution wins the match. The rest of the group make their way back down to the ramp to celebrate, minus, of course, Randy Orton, who's getting later. They stand in the ring together with their hands held high. McAfee shakes hands with Lana, and Rusev goes to shake his hand too, but McAfee is hesitant. He looks at the rest of the team, and they all shake their heads and give Rusev the thumbs down. And then Lana turns to each member of Evolution and gives the signal for to crush and Evolution beat down Rusev and leave the ring laughing and high-fiving all the way up the ramp. So, wait, so they basically, wait, wait. Wait, they basically wait, wait, wait. Like kids, like, used yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just assaulted a man. <laughs> like, you want to high-five. I'm going to get... Okay, so you had a five. And then that ending <laughs> dropped it down to a Four and a half. <laughs> because I don't like, I like, Rusev looks like an idiot because he just helped them win and then just gets his ass beat. Like, exactly. <laughs> so, so wait, so Lana joins the group, but not Rusev? You just made yeah. Rusev a cuck and I don't like Again? it. <laughs> yeah, Again? Yeah, again. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Four. It's a four. I'm sorry. I gotta drop it down oh, to shit. a four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're still married, so... Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking that Lana and Rusev were out and that's why she did the crush thing. Like, she was telling Rusev to crush them, but no, she's joining... No, I, yeah, joining I don't like... Yeah, no. yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, so a uh, four. I'm also, I meant. Mm. Oh no! <laughs> Mike's about to drop a bomb. I'm at three seven five, three point seven five. 
I I didn't hate it, but that end really kind of like it was that end. I didn't like I didn't like that he came and he helped them. And then and then they were like, fuck it, we're gonna beat you up now. It's like the ultimate dickish thing is like, hey man, come help us, and you're in the group. Ah, fuck you anyway. But then they stole his wife. Maybe too. because yeah, I think it's because <laughs> they stole his wife. I think that's what it is. I, I, I think liked... we just seen that with Rusev too many times too. Right. It's just like we're tired of that ankle. <laughs> I think if if you have done that with anyone else except for except for Rusev, I feel like I just said this. If you would have used anyone else besides Rusev or Lana, or even just Rusev without Lana, I think I would have been on board. It would have been a four and a half. But I think them two to get you know, I don't like that she. She had, what's her motivation for leaving her husband? Yeah, it's like, in this way, Rusev's backstage to, like, uh, the you know, to Stephanie's like, I get it. My wife's too hot for me. How many times do I have to do this angle in every company? (laughs) (laughs) And two hours hours later, Rusev and Lana definitely posted on Instagram, like, just hanging (laughs) out, just sipping tea, like. Like nothing happened. <laughs> okay, they tried to kayfabe like that she was in a relationship with Dolph Ziggler in real life in 2015, though. That got equal backlash. I think it's good that she actually lives her own real life on social media instead I, of pretending to date the superstar she's cheating with on TV. I think it would have been cooler if if they were going to do that, if they beat up Rusev and Lana. I, I would have been fine with that. Like throw her through a table or something. <laughs> That's some Kenny booking right there. <laughs> it wouldn't end in the wrong pain as much if I did it. Um, so <laughs> I I'm going with a three. Hmm. Yeah. They pretty much said everything that I <laughs> like I really can't really say much. I'm gonna go with a three point five. Uh I liked the matchup i felt like the stables were a little weird but like you know interesting but <laughs> the rusev cuck ending it, it, I, I just feel bad for the guy at this point like <laughs> just like even the thought of another company putting him through that and i'm just like i feel pain <laughs> all right well i hope uh I actually wish Travis was here for this match because there's a part in here that I wrote specifically for him and I guess uh, Kenny and Demona like it too. But <clears throat> the next match, I don't think any—I don't think you'll like any of you like it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you say that, it makes us like it less. Right, it's a bold it strategy. It's a bold it strategy is. to try and win. It has never <laughs> gained our sympathy before, ever. I think Damone did it once, and I think Travis did it. It's, it's never gotten a good rating. You just got to own it. <laughs> right, I'm with it. I'm always the opposite. Match... I'm like, I want to I like it. <laughs> the next match is Brock Lesnar versus Velveteen Dream. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> I'm thinking of my way, which way I want to process the anger because I know in this world, Velveteen Dream's innocent. So that would be a world where I'm rooting for Velveteen Dream and love him. And this would be a world where I'm going to be pissed because I know what's going to happen to him. Maybe. Right, so the story, the story goes, uh, after bad blood, Lesnar is, Lesnar is angry after the loss to Randy Orton. Um, he goes to the ring to call out Orton, but instead of Orton answering, Velveteen Dream saunters down to the ramp. 
<laughs> exactly. Kenny. Well, that's how I pictured him coming down. <laughs> uh, Dream tells Lesnar to get to the back of the line and that it's time for someone with a bigger credentials. Oh. <laughs> can, we, can we need something else besides back of the line? Something else. <laughs> Anything the back else. Of the- <laughs> Don't tell him to go to the back of the bus. Anything else. <laughs> 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 in the line. Yeah, like excellence. Damn. <laughs> no, no Velveteen so Dream's telling Lesnar. Oh, these are Lesnar's oh, telling no. him. Yeah, I also <laughs> thought that Lesnar told Velveteen Dream. We just want uh, Brock Lesnar to be racist because we have everything else to hate him about him. Like, just give us the final nail. <laughs> like, no, he was racist in that Eddie Guerrero angle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. So he is right. Okay, we, we got that one. Yeah, that's why I'm like, not again. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lesnar goes to speak, but Dream slaps the mic out of his hand and slips out of the ring quickly. Uh, this okay. sets up the match for uh, at Double or Nothing. Lesnar enters the ring first and awaits Velveteen Dream. Uh, as he stands in the ring, the lights dim and a purple tint spreads throughout the arena. Suddenly, a guitar rift is played. It shines down as Prince <laughs> is wailing on the guitar and plays Velveteen Dream's theme song with a chorus of singers backing him up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's like the First, Spider-Man wait, wait, wait. meme. Is this, is this the part you didn't you thought that they would like? No. Okay, <laughs> that's the part I like. I'm I so saying, I like Prince. Right, right now you're at a five, buddy. Don't fuck you, it you, up. You are at a five. Yeah, but <laughs> now let, now, let, now let him squash Brock, and you're going the right direction. So, if uh, Prince is getting the ring and start humping a basketball, then you're not getting a five. <laughs> Dame blouses. Uh, Dream's entrance is elaborate, flamboyant, and it only infuriates Lesnar. Uh, the bell rings, and Velveteen Dream throws his purple boa in the referee's face, temporarily temporarily distracting him. And with the ref distracted, Dream kicks Lesnar straight between the nuts. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I love that it's between the nuts. Like right not between, not between the leg, between the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean he's okay? Does that mean he's safe? Because the nuts the nuts no, it's not like he's got that much. Okay, okay, how much yeah, sex is <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's he's see. The, he's the goat for that. Yeah. He's the goat. <laughs> uh, let, uh, Dream kicks and punches and ground and pounds on Lesnar for a minute. Uh, here's the part that I thought that Kenny and Damone and Travis would like. <clears throat> Dream stands up and rips away his tights to reveal an, another pair of tights with airbrushed faces of Frank Mir, Kane Velasquez, Alistair Overeem, and Velveteen Dream on them. <laughs> All of Brock's biggest losses. <laughs> God, <laughs> he's just being ignorant. He's just being <laughs> this point. Uh, this Dream way. continues. Dream continues to work Lesnar's ribs and midsection, hitting him with like dirty cheap shots in the corner, like digging his elbow into his ribs and just like rabbit punching him right in the in the kidneys. Uh, Lesnar tries to overpower Dream, but with his ribs ribs damaged, he's unable to capitalize. Lesnar tries to go for a suplex, but Dream uh, counters with an elbow to the ribs. And Dream flaunts around the ring as the ref checks on Lesnar. Lesnar rolls out of the ring, visibly in drastic pain, and Dream rushes out and shoves him Lesnar into the barricade, then the steps, then the announce table. Lesnar gets to his feet and Dream approaches and tries to land a, uh, one last stitch effort to hit an F5, but his ribs give out as he lifts Dream up. 
Dream continues to soften up Lesnar's ribs, leading to Dream hitting a Dream Valley driver and a Purple Rainmaker for the win. You actually did it. You actually made Dream <laughs> score. Yeah, it was, you did it. Holy shit. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. That's, um, That's an eight, honestly. Eight. Eight. <laughs> I can give you more than five on one. So five. <laughs> Flawless I, victory. I need time to process it. Y'all all go. <laughs> nice, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I, when he saw the when he saw the pants, that's what he was. That's how he was I, looking at him. I, he was like, I, <laughs> I love I love the pants. You you were missing Mario Yamasaki though. Uh, and Goldberg, and Goldberg but you don't got that. Uh, <laughs> that was that was the referee who that was the referee who screwed them during uh, against uh, Frank Mir. I can't um, technically use uh, Goldberg's likeness. <laughs> true, uh, you'd be getting a letter from Evolve. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love like I love I love Prince. So you got me there. Um, I love Velveteen Dream without the extra <laughs> stuff. Take out yeah. um, just the character. I love Velveteen Dream. So um, and I think this would be actually a really good match. I don't hate Brock Lesnar in ring. I know John does, but I think it would actually be a pretty pretty good match. So yeah, five. I'm actually ready. Uh, so, I, I, as Damone said, I do hate Brock Lesnar in the ring, but here's the best part. He didn't fucking wrestle this match. He just stayed out of the way and let somebody wrestle for him. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Brock Lesnar should be a jobber in the first place. Wow. <laughs> he unlocked the strategy about how to book Brock Lesnar. I can't believe no. that. No. Um, Brock Lesnar should be losing every match and not doing anything. So, I'm going to give it four. Uh, the matchup is still kind of ew, uh, but you know, you, you did it to the best way it could have possibly been done with Brock losing. Yes. And not doing any <laughs> offense because all of his offense is <clears throat> fucking awful. I'm going to go with a four as well. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> all right. I'm going to say this. When you first announced that match, I was thoroughly disgusted. I'm not going to lie to you. I was <laughs> I like them both. I like Brock Lesnar and I like Velveteen Dream. I just don't think those two would be good in ring together. But it it was entertaining. Everything you said, would, and I know if I was watching that, I would be thoroughly entertained. I would, I'll give it a 4.5. This makes up for the Stephanie McMahon match. I want you to know that. It, it yeah. does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Good. I'm back All right, on the up and Let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling. Let's see. The next match is the Gift of the Gods Championship match with Champion Finn Balor defending against Bald Head Titties Out Kane. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Kane has been on a tear since being drafted to KEW. Uh, the other monsters in KEW. Balor ca- has claims that no man, woman, or monster can take his title from him. Kane comes down to the ring and says that he is no man. He is more than a monster. He was sent straight from hell to take the gift of the gods championship. Balor is unfazed and says he is not afraid of Kane. He says that double or nothing, he's going to drag Kane back to hell where he belongs. In the first... And Valor, as champion, of course, enters last. 
Balor is immediately on the attack, trying to wear down Kane. Um, but Kane keeps swatting Balor's attacks away like a like a gnat. Uh, Balor is steadfast with his attack, chopping away at Kane's legs, focusing his attack on Kane's knee. Spots of the match include Balor going for a shotgun dropkick, but Kane countering with a massive boot to his face. Uh, Balor knocks Kane out of the ring and does uh, the running leap where he jumps over the top. I can't remember. Tope Conhilo? Yep, that's it. Uh, um, Balor attempts to give uh, hit Kane with 1916, but can I get the big man up? Kane tries to chokeslam Balor, but Balor narrowly escapes. He drop kicks Kane's knee, taking the monster down to one knee. Balor hits the ropes and drop kicks Kane in the face, knocking him into position for a coup de gras. Balor climbs to the top rope, but before he can jump, a hole in the middle of the ring, right where near Kane is lying, uh, appears. And out from the ring, you see a muddy, dirty hand climb through. And Alexa Bliss comes from under the ring and climbs over Kane's body covered in dirt and looks as if she's undead because if you remember the last uh pay-per-view bad blood she lost a tijuana graveyard match to to thunder rosa where she was buried let's see <clears throat> so uh kane as uh alexa bliss has balor distracted on the top rope kane sits up gets to his feet grabs balor by the throat and choke slams him across the ring over Alexa and over the, the hole in the ring. Um, let's see. Balor tries to get back to his feet, but is met with Kane. Keeps him up and Balor, pinning him in the, in the ring and becoming the new gift of the gods champion with Alexa Bliss all dirty and undead by his side. Uh, I'm going to give it a three and a half. You were the three. Because I think it'd be an okay match, not anything special, like just middle of the road. But I'll give you the extra half for continuity for doing the Alexa Bliss stuff. So having her, like, having the continuity of her coming from, like, all dirty and stuff. But I, you better have something, like, or a spare ring or something. Because you can't just in the middle of your show have a whole ass, a big ass hole in the middle of your ring. We got time. We got You're time. We've got professionals here to read that up. <laughs> By the way, the, the the remainder of the matches are going to be loser or winner knocks their opponent into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't like the matchup. I don't. I don't like the matchup. I think it's it sounds terrible. I think the. The wrong man won. I don't. I I get the continuity that brought you up a little bit, but I also don't know why it had to be. Why why Alexa Bliss had to do with this at all? Anyways, well beforehand she was um with Kane. Was she? Yeah. No, I, oh, I still don't like it. I'm giving you two and a half. <laughs> you said two and a half. Damn. Two two point five, man. I didn't like it. I don't think I would if they were like Kane versus Finn Balor, I'd be like, no. <laughs> I'll I'll even like old bald head Kane? That uh, I like this is like prime bald head titties out Kane when he was like yeah, 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 
It's not I, Horford Kane. I feel the opposite. I'll say this. Um, I'm going four point four point five for this one. I think that I think first off, um, Finn Balor and Kane is a great matchup. I think it's a great matchup. I like the story leading up to it. I like the ending as well. I think I do think the wrong man won. That's that's where I'm at too. So that's why I didn't give it a full five. Uh, so I just gave it a four and a half because I just didn't like who won. But with the uh, Alexa Bliss thing, I mean, I guess she, he had to have won because Alexa Bliss has to, you know, join his side and has to make him look good. So it makes sense. So, so yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you four and a half. Uh, I'm going to go three and a half on that. I thought it was pretty good. It, you know, neither Finn nor Kane is like anywhere near my favorite, but I like them both. And I, I like Alexa. I like what you're doing. Love, like it, don't love it. That's how I feel it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so that was a rather serious match. I know there's been a lot of silly on the show. <laughs> well, I mean, as far as like the competitors fighting, I didn't have a silly okay, part in there. But then you had Alexa Bliss come, <laughs> come from under the ring. She's on that okay. shit. It's, it was like demonic. it was like Travis was getting soaked land or something. Like this is, this is yeah, really exactly. <laughs> so it the next match Travis came from the middle of the ring. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Travis. The next match is going to be Santino Morella versus Bailey. In a blindfold match. <laughs> the silence was so loud. Like everybody, yeah. nobody wanted that. <laughs> nobody wanted that. <laughs> well, let's see where All you right. go with it. I did have Victoria and Xbox go at it. So let's let's see what happens. <laughs> I'm gonna try and give you the better felt. Right. Can you hear a Peter Santino face? Sorry, George is being George. It was Santino versus um <laughs> Bailey in a blindfold match. Yes, that's the first <laughs> match I'll ever like. Let's go. So, uh, again, after their loss at Bad Blood, Bailey and Santino are trying to get back on track as a tag team, uh, but they just can't quite connect. Um, Bailey starts to blame for saying he's too goofy to win uh, the big the big match. Santino blames Bailey, saying that she's not as good as she thinks she is. Uh, the two both scream out out loud like in the middle of the ring. I wish I never had to see you again. Uh, but they continue to bump each other into each other for week after week. And finally bump each into each other outside of Stephanie McMahon's office, who's fed up with both of them. Uh, both ask for Stephanie to trade them to another show. They tell you, send me to WCW, send me to Impact, Evolve, anywhere. Just ECW. anywhere. Uh, Stephanie tells them both that they're both too important to the brand to be. Um, I would have given you just let go. Santino. <laughs> we might talk later. <laughs> uh, so Stephanie decides that the two, since they don't want to see each other anymore, the two will have a blindfold match at Double or Nothing, wherein the loser has to wrestle their next year's worth of matches. Blindfolded. <laughs> uh, okay. Keep, just keep going. 
So this match has a lot of involvement. Obviously, they're going to be cheering, trying to get the, the competitors to find each other. It's very comical. Think, um, I think it was Rick Martel versus Jake the Snake at WrestleMania in a blindfold match where they're like just pointing and the tra- crowd's cheer- cheering for them. Um, let's see. Spots include the two running the ropes crisscrossing each other, but not bumping into each other because they're both talented professionals. Uh, <laughs> Santino <laughs> pulls out the Cobra and just starts blindly swinging all over the the ring nearly hitting the referee. Um, Santino, once they finally get close to each other, and then she climbs to the top, uh, to the to the middle rope to get a, to hit him with an elbow, but Santino has, like, as she's climbing up, he's already moved out of the way, and she has no idea, and goes to dive and just elbows the floor, or the, the, the mat. <laughs> um <laughs> Santino starts again, gets to his feet and starts again blinding, swinging his, the Cobra, um, at which time he nails the referee. Uh, he's trying to feel around for the pin, and he goes to pin the ref and barely he- can hear the crowd counting one, two, three. Um, so he's confused and starts to take her blindfold off and sees Santino celebrating with his blindfold still on. She grabs him, bailies to belly him, climbs to the top rope, elbow drop, and pins. Uh, and pin Santino, or puts her back, uh, uh, blindfold back on, and pin Santino for the one, two, three. Uh, I'll start on that. Uh, I'm going to give that a four, and the reason you didn't get a five is because the wrong person won. So mm. that, that's where I'm going. Santino for Bailey, one. Bailey wrestle blindfolded for yes. you. <laughs> yes, because then I would enjoy Bailey as a comedy act because I don't want her doing anything else. And Santino would get victories, which I also enjoy. <laughs> Come on. You mute it. Um, I hate this. I, mean, <laughs> I just I just hate it all. There's only ever been one good blindfold match, and that involved Triple H because he's a goat. Um and he cheated, like because that's what you should do in a blindfold. Everyone, match. Yeah, everyone cheats in a blindfold. Um match. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a two. Yeah, I don't. I hate it. I don't like it at all. I also hate the concept that someone's just for a year just gonna get their ass kicked because you know he's losing immediately. If you there's just like nowhere to go with him, he's dead on arrival. I think it should have been Santina. Uh, Ooh, I'm going with the three. Mm. Damone pretty much hit the nail on the head. So, all right, all right, Kenny. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go three as well. I think for what it serves, I think it's funny, and no, it's it's good for the cut comedic element. I do think that's a weird stipulation that loser has to be blindfolded for a year. <laughs> that was the wild part. But yeah, I feel like I would enjoy this match. And you said they're both running and they're not hitting each other and shit. Like that, that would that would have made certain people. I can see that doing this thing. So yeah, I'll give you a three. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say I I'll, I'll remember this though, guys. You know, when I have a hardcore match, you guys gave me zero point fives, and then you guys get a hardcore match of three five. or four. But, but that's all good. It's all good though. It's I give good. you a five, so remember <laughs> that, Kenny. 
Uh, no matter what bullshit right. I throw, I deserve my five. That's all I I'm saying. I hate saying. it. That's crazy. That's crazy. I hated but. that more because it was way more convoluted. Like, at least his is just a straightforward, like, blindfold match. Yours was like a triple table, quadruple no, hardcore no. match where you had you had a fucking power up. You had to have hey, power up. Okay. Tell, tell me <laughs> like the it, fucking problem. <laughs> like it was Mario. Like it Dork. was fucking. Okay. You have Hulk Hogan on your fucking roster. You talking about power up? <laughs> power up every yeah. 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 The real He's... Super Mario? <laughs> yes. The re... Yeah. The real Super Mario. I'm suing, do- actually, I'm suing for the rights to power-ups. <laughs> the, the only thing is that Hulk Hogan can't wrestle at the level of those guys, so mm, you have the worst yeah. version. That, that's why he's in a group with the Young Bucks. <laughs> they're going to carry him. He's with Generation Me. <laughs> yep, he's part of the Generation Me. Hulk Hogan makes a Generation P. <laughs> 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 Brought to you by Depends. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Make it to my penultimate match, which is the KEW Knockouts Championship, a match between Jordan Grace, the champion, representing Right to Censor with Jim Cornette and Thunder Rosa. But before you continue, when did we when did it officially become KEW? Like I noticed when that I, that it, it switched from AEW to KEW. He, he did the first episode too. I, I noticed did he? he did the first episode. I, I didn't. I didn't notice it the first episode. I'm like, when I the heard hell it did it AEW? <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. <clears throat> so Jordan Grace, along with Jim Cornette and the Right Censor, have begun placing regulations on their matches, stating that it will bring dignity to the KEW and will not sully themselves with matches designed to endanger and shorten their careers. With that said, Jordan Grace will be taking her KEW Knockouts Championship home, where it will sit atop her mantle until she feels there is a competitor competitor honorable enough to deserve a championship, at which point she will grace them with her presence. <clears throat> but before she can leave the ring, Thunder Rosa interrupts, making her intentions known. Rosa challenges Grace to a match at Double or Nothing. Not a graveyard match, not a Hell's Playground match, a wrestling match, and I'm going to beat your ass and take your time. Uh, tensions rise between the two at the si- at the contract signing the week before uh, Double or Nothing. Hey, Travi. He came in like Cesaro. You see it? He, was, he came in. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. You missed Middle a crazy event. This event is crazy. <laughs> Mike's or Keith's? Mine. No, it's, Mine. it's Keith. It's Keith. Keith is the new Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm going to be eating my fruit snacks just enjoying the show. (laughs) Let's see. Tensions rise at the contract siding when Grace lifts the table and tosses it out of the ring effortlessly. Thunder gets up right in her grill, and the two are smack-talking. Officials try to settle them down, but the two begin to shove each other, leading to punches being thrown. More officials and referees come out to break the two up as to preserve the match for double or nothing. Uh, at Double or Nothing, it's Grace's raw power versus Thunder's speed and tenacity. Thunder attempts submissions out, but Grace is too strong and too powerful for her to lock her in any kind of submission. Uh, Thunder is able to bust Grace's lip with a stiff kick, but the bloody mouthful only fuels Grace more. She begins bashing Thunder with wild cross faces and forearms, trying to take her head off. Grace attempts to pin, but Thunder continuously kicks out. 
Grace grows angrier and stiffer as she goes along, mauling Thunder Rosa, but Thunder Rosa refuses to stay down. Thunder starts to battle back, but has taken such a beating from Grace that her strikes have no power behind them. Grace military presses Thunder and throws her outside of the ring to the floor. The referee starts to count, and Thunder Rosa is barely able to make it out or make it back into the ring before the ten count. Uh, Grace is at the right, or is right on top of her as she slides in. Grace drags her to the corner, lifts her to the top, and sits her on the corner post. Uh, Grace climbs up and sets Thunder up for a fall from Grace from the top rope. Grace pins Thunder Rosa, who still tries to kick out with one flailing kick at the end, but the three count has already happened. And Jordan Grace retains the KEW Knockouts Championship. I'll start here. <laughs> he comes in and just signs yeah. starting, right? Uh, so, Damone. First of all, first of all, I'm starting. Fuck Damone's jacket. That's number one. Number two, Mike, I like your fit. It's the number same three, thing he wears every week. Uh, shut yeah. up, Keith. We'll get to you. <laughs> John, you look like a bad bitch. I like it. Kenny, I, I, got, I got fruit snacks just because Kenny was talking about them. I I've, seen, I've seen you. I've seen you already today, so there's not much I can really say. You're the only person on my screen that looks fuzzy though, which was weird. I'm assuming it's my internet, but it's only no. your your. No, it's thing. he's fuzzy for me too. Okay, yeah, I'll say terrible. he's literally just fuzzy. <laughs> Kenny's a I ghost. Just his lighting. Um, he's I a thought he got censored. But uh, I like it. It's it's a it's a three and a half. It could have been a four and a half if you would have had a little pump, um, in there. To help out, but you know, whatever. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with three and a half. He's got enough celebrity. Uh, yeah, 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 right. I've had yeah, a lot. Travis, yeah, I can't can... wait for you to listen to the first. Like, I, yeah, I can't wait either. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a. Oh, I know. I'm gonna give it three and a half too. Um, I think it'd be a pretty decent match. It's still nasty that you have Jordan Grace with Jim Cornette. Um, <laughs> no, I love that. That's great. I, I hate I hate that. Hey, yeah, hey, I, bump I, me up, bump me up, bump me up. Four four dollar signs. I didn't wait, was it? That. I hate so that wait. Jim Cornette has a job in this universe. I, I like <laughs> both of them. Honestly. Wait, 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 wait. But. Isn't Jim Cornette part of Right Center? Yes. Which means yeah. Yeah. Jim Cornette is also yeah. part of Right Center. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, it's just odd. It's was yeah. It's just an odd. <gasps> right oh. Center is a very odd group you have there. So, <laughs> but I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Yeah, I'm going three. Can I say something I, I unrelated? Don't, I don't like that. I got I like, I like the match. No, hold on. It's not your turn. I just got to say something unrelated. You stopped forever. And I started talking, and then you started talking again. <laughs> I thought to... it was an okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't I don't like that Jordan Grace is part of right center. Period. I you think already said that. match is good. I... But aren't you not supposed to like her? She's a heel, so you're not supposed no, no, to like her. No, no, I don't. Person, it's a, right? no, no, no. It's not that I don't like her. I don't like that she's part of that group. That's stupid. Uh, I think that the match sounded good. I, I see I the like, point he's making. Right. I I just don't think she's a good fit for that personally. But I think that affects it. I'm still going three. But John, you believe in Xbox Heat, so I don't. I don't really. Care. I do believe in Xbox Heat because you can hate things because somebody's a good heel, like Baron Corbin, or you can hate something because it's bad. I, I, have, I, have a I have. I have a question. Though, okay, when I go boo, was that good heat or bad heat? I don't you know. Exactly. No one does. Contact. So shut up. 
When the no, crowd boos, when the crowd boos a heel, they get the reaction they're asking for. Okay, but matter then you're gonna go online why. and read the fucking no reviews that everybody's about talking about. Or they don't care because you still buy the tickets. Or if you hear anybody discuss your show and talk about the heel in question, they'll either say he's doing his job well, I hate him, or you will say this guy fucking sucks. Get him off my TV. I don't want to watch the segments they're on. And thus, they will not buy tickets and not give views, as, or at least for that portion of the show. Like, I turn off a pay-per-view the moment Brock Lesnar <laughs> is on it, for example. That is one less view they are getting for that match. Except for tonight. You would have watched the Brock Lesnar match No, he tonight. wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. He would have turned I would have heard about it online. I would have heard what happened online and then went back and watched. It was like, no way they fucking did that. Holy shit. This is great. <laughs> he he right, booked Brock Lesnar the way I like. Um, I'm going to agree with Mike, actually, and go three. I, I think Mike's – I mean, I, I I like right to censor as a whole. And I, I – it's actually not Jordan Grace being in it that bothers me. It's more Jim Cornette because he only has a right <laughs> to be censored. <laughs> yeah, the, Jim – in terms yeah, of Jim, right to censor, isn't a room to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jim Cornette in right to censor is odd because he's like the most uncensored person in the world. Like, <laughs> that's what that's what makes the, the, only thing the irony of it. Right, the young bug Godfather. Flip. Like, <laughs> Godfather was in right to censor as yeah. the good father. I got. That. Oh, hey, Godfather making made an appearance tonight too. I love that. Uh, my unrelated thing to the, that I wanted to say was I went through a McDonald's by my house and got a drink and a McFlurry. These punk bitches gave me a cup of vanilla ice cream with oreos on top and didn't mix that shit not one bit <laughs> <laughs> work smarter not harder it's your job i'm so pissed <laughs> i'm about to go beat their ass like, mcdonald's just, trying to hoe travi just be happy right. the machine worked yeah. <laughs> give travi the, the oreo cream work. the spinning <laughs> machine didn't work you got some milk uh, like you dragged off elephant. Um, so, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give um, – I think that was actually a good match. Um, I would give it a four and a half. Okay. Yeah. I think that I think Thunder Rosa versus um, Jordan Grace would be a fire match. So I'm giving you a four and a half. Also, Keith, oh. your beard's bearding tonight. Is it bearding? It's bearding yeah. up. I've been like – Nervously stroking. These guys have been like not nice to me, Travis. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> that's that's fucked up. <laughs> that's not true at all. That's so <laughs> shitty. Fuck them. No, he wasn't nice to us when he made that match that he made. I'm not gonna say it to the There's a certain match that he made that should not have been made. <laughs> you'll know. You'll know when, when you hear it. You could have cut that. You're right. That could have been yeah. cut. <laughs> that's how. That's how. That's how I felt when y'all were dissing uh, Daniel Cormier versus Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> that, was, that was a good greasy match you you made up. <laughs> All right, you got another match, Keith. Yes, this is our event? our main event championship match, the KEW World Championship, where champion Randy Orton uh, with Evolution defends against Ray Phoenix with Pentagon Junior. Uh, the night after Bad Blood, it is announced that there is a will be a battle royal to determine the number one <laughs> contender at Double or Nothing, and Ray Phoenix wins the battle royal after eliminating Cody Rhodes. Uh, <laughs> Orton claims that Phoenix is too dangerous to work with, too much of a risk taker, and is nothing more than a spot monkey that will never be the caliber competitor that Orton is. Uh, Orton demands that management remove Phoenix... Uh, from the match, but they declined. So he says, well, if that's the case, make them defend their championship before the pay-per-view. 
Uh, so on the go home episode before Double or Nothing, the match starts off normal with the Lucha Bros winning, but only to be beaten down by Evolution with Randy Orton standing over them, posing, uh, holding the KEW championship above his head. Uh, you know the Randy Orton. Yeah. Uh, the match at Double Nothing is a mix of fast, play, fast pace from Phoenix and slow, methodical wrestling from Orton. Spots of the match include Ray going for a springboard only to be drop kicked by Orton out of the air with a just like a beautiful like jumps up and drop kicks him square out of the air. Uh let's see. I lost my spot. Uh Evolution starts to interfere, distracting Phoenix. Uh where there's a point where Orton takes a super kick from Phoenix and is knocked back against the ropes. Um Ray quickly climbs to the top rope and runs along the ropes kicks Orton in the face and, and springboards off the ropes onto Evolution, taking down the group. Um, Pentagon and Evolution start to fight, and they all get sent to the back by the referee. Uh, Phoenix starts to get the best of Orton, knocking him back outside to the floor. Phoenix goes for a tope suicida, but Orton does the smart heel move and just walks the fuck out of the way, letting Phoenix dive square into the, into the barricade. Um... Randy rolls into the ring as the ref counts. Phoenix gets to the ring, barely beating the 10 count. Randy lines up for a punt from the corner that Phoenix counters into the backslide, nearly getting the victory over Randy. The crowd starts to believe that Phoenix might actually do this. He might dethrone Randy as the champion. Uh, Phoenix goes for another springboard, but Randy knocks his feet off the top ropes, leaving him hung up on the top rope. Uh, Randy drapes his, uh, grabs his head and drapes his ankles over the top rope, planting him with a DDT uh, as Matt Stryker somewhat reluctantly says, vintage Orton. <laughs> Orton starts to pound the mat and is getting coiled and ready to strike with an RKO. He goes to hit the RKO, but Phoenix counters. The two spin around as Phoenix breaks free from Orton, hits the ropes, and goes for a tilt-a-whirl around Randy. Um, but Randy catches him, counters, and tosses him into the air and catches him with a devastating RKO for the win. Evolution come back down to the ring, and they're dragging behind them Pentagon, uh, and they toss him into the ring as the group stands over them and taunts them and kind of kicks them some more and beats them up. Uh, Vampiro has left the announce table and goes to help his former protege, but he is obviously no match for the five members, and Evolution beat him down. Um, when out come from the back comes Rusev, who earlier in the night was beaten up, <laughs> who was beating up, beaten up by Evolution. He tries to fight them off, but they're just no match for him. Orton tells uh, McAfee to punt them all, kick, kicking them in the ribs, knocking the wind out of them. Um, and one by one, each competitor is kicked by McAfee. Uh, the final image of Double or Nothing is Evolution standing tall in the ring as McAfee grabs the mic and demands that they light off pyros and fireworks. Sparks rain down around Orton as he stands over his fallen competitors, and fireworks go off in the background. Uh, I'm going to go first, um, and I'm going to kind of analyze before I get to a number a little bit. Uh, the match itself was very good. I almost forgot Randy Orton was even in a faction because of it. And honestly, I feel like the faction made me like it a little bit less just because like what Evolution did early in the night wasn't near as good as 
the match between those two that wasn't great on paper, but was really great when you booked it. So the match itself is honestly 4.5 worthy. Um, I didn't love the ending, and it's really weird to have like your biggest show end on heel heat and forced pyro instead of like an actual moment for a superstar. So my uh, thought process was Travis not told me it doesn't have to be a happy ending, but you know. <laughs> People like that sort of thing sometimes. They do. Right. My they thought do. process was to put oh. over my top pick and my top faction more than putting over a you know a new talent. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns just ended the show by pinning Edge and and it, and it was weird. I'm not saying it's bad. It's weird though. It's different. But I enjoyed it. I would rather have that happen than either. I would rather had. Yeah, I would. I would rather had Edge, but you know. It's weird. I'm going to give this a four just because the match was great, but everything else around it and the outcome wasn't really for me. But you booked a great match. So I'm going to go four. I'm going to give you a five. Hey. So glad Travis is here. I'm going to give you a four and a half. The (laughs) thing I don't care for. Rusev is well the Rusev yeah the Rusev because I've seen the issue is that Travis didn't hear the Rusev part already so Rusev <laughs> got <laughs> cucked our twice tonight <laughs> getting cucked twice just and he's an him. idiot he's, he just watched them beat the shit out of three other people runs down to just get his ass kicked again <laughs> Rusev's a cuck and an idiot so yeah I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Travis, just imagine a thick-ass hooded man coming down, <laughs> down the ring, just wide as fuck with a big-ass hood. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, who was that? Like this big thing right here. <laughs> I was ready to give you a five that entire time, and then you had to do the Rusev bit. Uh-uh. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go four point two five. That's not that's not that bad. Is that four point two five? Yeah, I can't. I can't go four point five. Kenny, I'm gonna amend that. Uh, I'm gonna go up to four point two five. I feel like four was a little bit harsh after the match. I agree with Mike. I feel like John did that to make it mathematically even. Like, like <laughs> oh, I I did a little bit, but also I was like, you know, everybody else is going a little bit higher than me, and I don't feel like I hated this the most. I feel like I was harsh, so I'm gonna up it a little bit. I didn't hate it. I, I actually enjoyed it as well. I'm also giving you a five. Hey. I, I thought it was a good, good way to close the show. I mean, I, I don't agree that it should always be a happy ending. I mean, it's nice. It's definitely nice to see. I did that for mine. Yeah. But, I think for the big show, though, the big show. Like, for the smaller shows, I think you should have, like, heels, like, winning over and thinking, like, holy fuck, how are we ever going to get out of this rut? How are we going to get this guy, like, you know, off the top? But, like, for the big show, it just feels weird. Just, like, because you're having the pyro and stuff, too. It's just, like, only four people in the building are celebrating right now. And I mean, but I just do. Like, what I do the am- fuck did I pay for this? For I, for? I do agree that. I do imagine Pat McAfee yelling into the mic to turn on my goddamn pyro. <laughs> but that's kind like, of it's, it's, it's kind of weird having the celebration when nobody wants to celebrate but them. <laughs> yeah. No, but, that, but, that it, it, but that makes it better, though. Like, when you have them, it's, it's, like, it's like you really can't stand them at that point. You're like, bro, these guys won again. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's Fuck also like, <laughs> yeah, it's like you get that feeling. And on top of that, it's like 
you don't want to go into a match knowing who's going to win. You're, you know right, you're sometimes, right. Sometimes yeah. you want to kind of have some kind of you don't want to be predictable every time. Be like, okay, well, this person's been getting his ass whooped for the past three months. It's a big pay per view. We know he's going to win. It's kind of like, nah. They, oh, sorry, people, I, like, I, I, I guess do, maybe it's a celebration that made me feel that way. That was just weird to me. <laughs> I, I, I kind of wish I actually like the celebration. I kind of wish you used Pentagon over Phoenix, but that's a personal choice. Agreed. But. I thought Phoenix was more of the. I know. I know. Uh, Pentagon can do high flying, but I thought Phoenix would look really good in like getting tossed up and getting drop kicked out of the air. I almost said that's what I, I like that kind of stuff. Like him getting dropped out there. I, I saw that and I was like, yep. That's I love when you my know Randy like, hits that yeah. drop kick. Like, yeah. My favorite part yeah. was Randy just not like do- running out of the way, just walking away as he dives <laughs> into the barricade. That was very Randy. Yeah, that is very Randy. I feel just like, like he just be like Randy, be like, oh, oh, as he like walks away. It's just like, <laughs> I feel. I imagine he does a shrug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Can he rate it? Yeah, you yeah, I'll give you a five. Yeah, a oh, five. that's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I so just wanted to hear gonna... it again. <laughs> we're going to move on because now it's WCW's turn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't miss this. See, oh, Travis is already it. ready to rate me low. That's how this works. Travis isn't here to be fair. I'm going to rate my No matter what, Travis is going to rate me low. That's not true. Well, well it is. If you do something good. If you do something good. No, anybody can do bullshit you're gonna rate them high you're ready to rate them low <laughs> yeah. that's not true i don't know i got cooked just for doing a sec segment after my match i made sure to end the match clean i was like okay this match can give me my five fucking stars for the clean ending and then i could do my like story bullshit and there's like there goes two dollars and i was like fuck <laughs> for which match the undertaker batista i was like i'm gonna end this clean so i get my five star match and then i'm gonna do my story and then they all still took away two dollars. <laughs> it was just too much Jeff, too much Jeff Hardy. And it was, it was, okay, it was, it was, it was bad. Show. Well, they're, they're like supernatural in that angle. <laughs> like when you got superpowers, of course you're gonna take over the show, would you not? <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, any longer to get the snipers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're doing Road Wild. And this is happening a month after the last pay-per-view. Um, so the show opens up with the NWO coming out of a Hummer limo. They walk up to their locker. They lo- walk to their locker room with them walking around like they own the place. Uh, Cena punks out a security guard and laughs. They enter. Who, who's the NWO? I forgot who's the uh, NWO. So it's Cena, Cena, Nash, Big Show, Conan, and Bischoff. Okay. Yuck! <laughs> I, I I think that's decent. Me, I, yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't like. Sense. I don't like Conan. I don't, I don't. <laughs> Conan was. Show. Show. I, I don't care. This thing was in the, in the original. I don't that's, care. That's how they they work best out of who I drafted. They work out best for the NWO. <laughs> Conan does make sense. I do he think it's Conan. Conan is better. I should have been in the Hall of Fame with the NWO over X Pac. No, yeah, I don't. Who was only that. in the WWE version? Yeah. <laughs> No, X Pac. X Pac was in the in the was he? Yeah, he was six. Yeah, he bounced uh, back and forth in the nineties between WCW and WB. Uh, you said six, not X Pac. I don't know who. Six Pac. All right. So the screen fades, and we get a the pay per view intro song and a video package. All right. So the first match. Is it just any song or? 
It's yeah, I didn't, I didn't. It's the book it's song. song. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Sid Vicious versus Terry Funk versus Goldust in a yeah. threat. In a triple threat. <laughs> yeah. In a triple threat. Like it. Triple threat table mayhem match. Which is basically just an elimination triple threat table match. Okay, Kenny did. I love this. So I love this. <laughs> hey, right. He named it better than you, though, Kenny. He named it better. He did. He did. He did. He did. Uh, so the build, uh, week after week, Sid Vicious is going out there and beating up, uh, like, low, low card opponents, like jobbers every week. They're putting up with nobodies. Um, Sid Vicious goes to Bischoff's office and he says he wants a challenge and none of the opponents he's been given have given him any. After he leaves uh, Bischoff's office, he walks to the locker room. The only person there is Goldust. Goldust is standing in the middle of the locker room, hugging himself and swaying back and forth, making groaning noises. Sid what? Calls him... Yeah, you heard me. Let him finish. Let him finish. Organicloven.com. Sid calls him a freak and tells him to go do that somewhere else. Golta stops what he's doing and looks at uh, at Sid and bites the air. Sid takes offense to this gesture and approaches Goldust menacingly. He pushes Goldust and calls him, a... calls him a freak again. And then, and then they, then they start to brawl. Terry Funk comes into the locker room and sees that he's going, uh, sees this going on, and tries to break it up. Terry Funk gets caught in the crossfire and gets elbowed in the head. Not sure which one caused it. He gets involved in the brawl. By the time the officials come to break it up, bodies have been thrown into lockers, into tables, hit with trash cans, while trash and clothing litter the locker room and hallway. The the board of directors tell Bischoff he has to book a match to to resolve this. All right, so the match, the uh, the match has I mean has plenty of hardcore spots. It is evenly matched between the three superstars. Terry Funk pulls out thumbtacks and tries to put Goldust through a table uh, filled with them, but gets thrown through by Sid Vicious instead, eliminating Funk. Uh, this makes it a one v one versus Goldust and Sid. Terry Funk elim- uh, with Terry Funk eliminated, but doesn't. Even though he's eliminated, he doesn't leave and attacks Sid with a chair in the back. Uh, and Goldust capitalizes. He gets Sid uh, in the corner and winds up for the Shattered Dreams. Sid is able to get down to the last second, and Goldust kicks the turntable. Or turntable. Turnbuckle. When Goldust <laughs> turns around, he gets kicked in the he gets uh, kicked in the groin. Uh, I, I guess the groin. And Sid picks up Goldust and powerbombs him through a table on the outside of the ring. Um, and that makes Sid the winner. I'll, I'll start with this. I thought it was fun. Uh, you know, like, yeah, it's it's not like the most like uh, traditionally good wrestling. But it's fun. It's hardcore. It's just entertainment. I'm giving it four. four. Okay, I'm going to go next. I... Am pissed. One, you're letting you're letting <laughs> you're letting Sid Vicious go on a fucking run. <laughs> That's number okay, one. Okay, the real WCW like Goldberg. Sid, Vi- Sid Vicious cares? isn't Sid Vicious isn't top one hundred. Number one. Number Get the one. fuck out of here. Neither is fucking Goldberg. I didn't say he was. I'm not talking about fucking okay, Goldberg. Look what the real <laughs> I'm roasting not- Mike. I'm not roasting Ted Turner. <laughs> roasting Ted Jasko. I'm saying the president is there with WCW, motherfucker. 
I hate the I hate I hate the the combination of people. I just overall I don't enjoy this at all. Like there's there was not one redeeming quality. I hated the gold dust hugging himself and moaning oh, I thing. Like, <laughs> I hated everything about this. So I'm gonna give you one dollar just because I felt bad. I was gonna give you fifty cents, but I felt bad, so I'll give you a dollar. Uh, I'll go next. So I'm gonna give you three dollars. I don't particularly care for the combination, but I do like that you. I actually am the opposite of Travis and like that you have Sid going on the run. He's a good yeah. monster. He's a good monster heel. Um, if you ask Damone in 1996, 1997, who his favorite wrestler was, he would have said Psycho Sid. So that's because that's because you're both ugly, and you're like, man, he made, even ugly. <laughs> he could do it. I could do it. <laughs> right? Exactly. And then I grew up to be the bucket <laughs> boy. Mama, I, mama, I made it. There you go. There you go. Um, you're yeah, gonna give it one day, Sid. <laughs> I'm, gonna give, I'm gonna give it this three. John, I just noticed your fucking name and. Five five dollar signs for your name. Okay, then why did you give five dollar signs for the fucking segment? The segment sucked. But leaning into the leaning into the fucking meme is is great. Teddy Long having the shooters deserved way more, but you know what? This isn't about me. It's about Mike. Um, I'll go next if that's okay, Kenny. Or do you want to go? You can go. You can go. All right. Um, I liked it because it was weird the combination, but the way you did it was interesting. <laughs> Like it seemed organic, and uh, it was just something was organic. <laughs> the loving was there. You go organicloving.com code T13 for 15% off your order. Nice way to hit the plug, John. It's 10%, but yeah, he, he did a good job. <laughs> um, I like it. I'm gonna give you, I don't necessarily like Sid, but. I like the match itself. I'm going to give you four. Kings. I was before Kenny uh, grades. I just want to because I, I only said negative stuff. I will say that in a positive light that while I did not enjoy the story, the story was <laughs> logical from beginning to end. It did make sense. Everything tied together. Um, I I actually did enjoy when someone got shoved in a locker. I, I like that. That was funny. <laughs> you know what? Make give him a dollar fifty for me. Just <laughs> shoving in the locker. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I hated that matchup. I hated the matchup. <laughs> I hated the matchup, but I will say this. You as the story was going along, it turned me around a little bit. So where you was gonna get a point five, <laughs> that shit turned into like a one. And then the actual match, as you were continuing the match, I was invested. So I'll give it, I'll give it a solid three. All right, I'll take that. You went from a point five to a fucking no. Three that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like literally. That's, no, I'm saying going, I'm saying that's great. Like Mike did a good job. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say when he first announced that match, that is a nasty matchup. That is disgusting. <laughs> you were reading. I were reading your stuff. Scores in my meme, like my meme way though. I was like, that's a hilarious meme. I can already see this. <laughs> I don't know if Kenny was telling me to wait or if he was throwing up the one. Like this is a one. <laughs> no, I, threw, I threw up the one. I was like, I was that's like, why that's I thought. So, so, so you were you were reading you were reading Mike and you he said he threw up the one and I I said. I was like, this is fifty cents. 
And I was going right. to just keep like going down and go going up wherever <laughs> I was going to hold it up as the whole thing was going because I, I hated it. But but like I, said, I like the but I like the ending like with the power bombs with the tape. I like I like that. So like I'll give you a three. I'm mad that mad that he walked in menacingly. <laughs> all right so my second match is the bar versus conan and big show um i made them the tag team from the nwo um so the build is the nwo makes a promise to become the most dominant force in wcw and will capture all the titles by any means during a backstage interview the bar tells mike Tanay that uh it will never happen, and the NWO will have to pry their titles out from their dead cold hands. They refuse to be bullied by third rate, third rate athletes. They don't just set the bar; they are the bar. Oh, do they have fourth? Are they third rate athletes with fourth rate decks? A week later, Conan and Big Show confront the bar during a match, and uh, the bar are having uh, confront them during a match that they're having with Jungle Express. They distract Sheamus by attacking Cesaro on the outside, uh, causing Sheamus to be hit with a big boot by Luchasaurus and lose by pinfall. Uh, so then the match, the bar gets an early lead and is able to take down Conan in the beginning. Cesaro goes for a Cesaro swing and Big Show rushes in the ring and boots Cesaro. A tired uh, Sheamus runs in to help Cesaro but gets caught in a choke slam. Big Show throws Sheamus out of the ring and gets Conan to his feet. Big Show gets back on the apron and tags himself in. The Big Show gets Cesaro into the corner uh, and choke, chokes him with his foot. Uh, Big Show taunts the crowd with a with a choke slam taunt, but Cesaro comes to uh, comes to and European uppercuts the Big Show. Show stumbles back and Cesaro goes for another uppercut. This time, Big Show falls in the corner. Cesaro backs up into the opposite corner, but as he goes to run, he gets tripped by Conan. Uh, it's enough time for Big Show to get back up and choke slam Cesaro for the win. Conan and Big Show capture the tag titles for the NWO. Um. Uh, oh, you, you want to go? Oh, you can go. Okay. Um, I think it was a pretty decent match. Um, I'll give it. I'll give it a four. Just solid four. I'll go next. I think it was a good utility match. Um, I don't personally like the pairing of Big Show and Conan. As I've said, I don't even like them in NWO, so it's weird. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna say three and a half. It was it got it got the job done. The right people won. Story advances. I'll go next. I'll give it a four because I feel like this would be an intense. Like this would be a good match. And it'd be really hard hitting. I can just imagine the bar like wailing on Big Show or the Giant. I don't know. Did you say Big Show or Giant? Eh, Big Show. I, okay. I drafted him as Big Show, so we go Big Show. So the thicker version, I assume. Yeah. So they're definitely there's wailing on his ass, and and vice versa. I'm sure. Um, you should have drafted Indies Big Show to a moonsault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with four. Um, I'm gonna go with three point seven five. It's not quite a five for me, or no, it's quite a four. It's not quite a four for me. Um, I would have if you did the giant as opposed to the big show. I would have actually probably given you the four, um, because the giant was more athletic than the big show. But obviously, I think really it, I think I think it, 
<laughs> I think it would be a, a pretty solid tag team match. I think I would have preferred that the bar won, but I get why you didn't have them win, obviously, because you're bullying up the NWL. So, but yeah, I'll give it a 3.75. And I'm going to mirror Damone's sentiment exactly 3.75. If I can interject for a moment, I propose that we, yeah, wrong show. <laughs> I feel like we should not say I would rather have had. I think we should, what we should want would be like I was rooting for this person to win. Why? It's it's kind verbiage, of like, changing verbiage for someone is weird. Like forcing someone to talk in the way that you want them to speak is that's just doesn't. <laughs> oh, I, I, I see his I point. Guess, you're just changing right. words. It's the same sentiment, but uh, the, yeah, you're changing the ways we're saying it. He's trying just to turn our bookers either. off. Like he's trying to have us like. Turn off our booking yeah, minds and yeah, have our fan thinking. minds off. I would say that about. I say I literally said that when we were watching WrestleMania. I was like, I bet Edge is probably going to win, but I would rather have Roman Reigns win. I didn't say I'm rooting for Roman. That's just <laughs> not how I speak. So it's like, right? I feel you. Just edit that out, Charles. No. What did you? Uh, what did you give again? Three That's too much work. <laughs> just, just clip it, bro. Clip All right. It. So my third match. Alistair Black versus Seth Rollins. Ooh, please don't squash Rollins. <laughs> what, Rollins what, what is Rollins doing right now? What's his uh, character? I mean, he's Seth, he's, he's Seth Rollins. He's like babyface, babyface baby Seth Rollins at this point. So burn it down era. Kind of, yeah. No, but if this was uh, if this was Monday Night Messiah versus fucking like NXT ver- Velveteen Dream era, fucking but, Alistair Black, that shit would be fire. I, 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 $6 signs. Wait, Travis, I, I'm going to interject you here. I think you're actually wrong here because even though uh, the character of heel Seth Rollins is better, the wrestler of face Seth Rollins doing all those fucking did, did flips we, you, and shit. I'm sorry. Did you watch WrestleMania night one? I mean, it was good, but he's had better matches as a baby face because, you know. He's supposed to. He still does flippy shit as a heel. Yeah. You don't, you don't understand much. ring psychology. You okay, I'm saying I prefer him doing flippy shit as a baby face. And I'm telling you, you're wrong. Do it. You're wrong. <laughs> let, let Mike go. Yeah, Mike's in the right. Fuck <laughs> right. So right after Black beats Scorpio Sky, Scorpio Sky starts to show up uh, with, with Paul Bearer and Alistair Black. Over the weeks, Seth Rollins has been uh, has been the next victim of Al- Alistair Black. Um, two weeks before the pay-per-view, Seth was backstage getting ready for his match, and the lights go out in the locker room. The lights oh, go back on, and standing behind Seth is Scorpio Sky with the hood on. I didn't write that down, but he has a hood on. Is it like Hoodie Mellow? Does he, like, with the hood on, he's more <laughs> dangerous? Like, Yeah. Uh, uh, he knocks Seth out from behind. He bends down over Seth and tells him that the Dark One has chosen him. The next week, Seth is having a match, <laughs> at, and after... His victory, Alistair comes out on the Titan Tron and tells Seth that he has something that Seth wants. The camera pans over to a woman tied up in a chair with a brown cloth sack over her head. The only way to get her back is to accept a match at Road Wild. Seth accepts and runs down the ramp to the back, uh, and the screen goes black. All right, so. Can we clarify uh, who the dark one is? I was going to because he Scorpio Sky can't be the dark one. No, it's Alistair Black. No, Scorpio Sky is clearly working for Alistair Black. 
I didn't, never, I didn't even think of that. I was thinking more Satan, but, but yeah, there you go. I thought it was like Sting for a second because of all the I, I just wanted, I needed to know. This, this, is, this is two times this show where we went racial. We need to stop. All right, so here's the match. Seth comes out first and is ready to ready from the get-go, screaming for Alistair to come out. Alistair comes out with Paul Bearer and Scorpio Sky with him. The bell rings and Seth goes for it right away, attacking Black with a combo of lefts and rights, throwing Black in the corner and unleashing everything he has. Black takes the beating and looks like he's going down fast. But at the first opportunity, Black is able to turn the tide. He gets Seth in the middle of the ring and goes for a German suplex, followed by a Black Mass. Seth gets pinned, but kicks out a two. Seth is able to rally back to his feet, but Elser delivers a big boot, and Seth falls to his falls face first to the mat. Elser sits next to Seth and waits. Then he says something to Seth in his ear, and Seth's eyes widen. Elser stands up and brings Seth up with him, delivering one more black mass and a pin for the three count. The lights go out, and Seth is covered in a bloodbath. Alistair and Scorpio Sky are standing over Seth. They go to leave up the ramp, and then a crow call sounds fills the arena, and Black and company stop Who in their be? tracks as they see Sting at the end of the ramp, and he points his baseball bat. And That's gotta be Sting! And the spotlight goes off him, and he disappears. That's I actually, I actually, okay. like I'll start. You okay? You want? I'll start because I've been giving them shit. I actually, I actually enjoyed this. It's long-term booking. Um, the match was probably fire as fuck. The the angle, I'm not. I wasn't as big of a fan of the 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 prelude to it, but um, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you four and a half for this. I have a question. Okay. Do we see who the fuck the woman was? No. No, uh, Ken, Kenny owns the name of that woman, so no. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you did you hint that did you like show red hair or anything? No. Uh you should have. It I was thinking obviously when I was writing it, my thought was Becky Lynch, but I, I obviously can't do that. So you could have you could you could you could have you could have had red hair sticking out of the thing and just implied it's Seth's right. mom. Oh, that's he, even had, worse. he had Jesse oh, Lynch. Like he had a, a <laughs> new name. Rebecca Lynch. Rebecca Lynch. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with a four. I think the match, the match itself, I think the way you described it, the match probably was okay. I think they could have gone and done more. I guess I'm wanting more out of the two. Um, and I do, I get you're doing like a possession kind of angle. So yeah, I'll give it a four. I'm actually going to run with a five. Um, I think this is going to be the match of your card. I think uh, the combination's perfect. And I think that you did everything you needed to do to tell the story and have the match. Yeah. I would like to second that $5 with my own $5. Hey. But I think this match is lit. I like the story, and I also like that you're going to. I I, I hope this is what you're doing. I don't want to spoil your future events, but I hope you're going to right the the wrong that was Seth Rollins versus Sting. I don't think he will because he's think he was. <laughs> Sting. Yeah, he kind of is. All right, I'm going for Alistair and Sting. Oh, 
Sorry. That's why Alistair. Yeah, that's where I saw going to Alistair. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. He just <laughs> cried. Happy Death can face Scorpio's guy and it'll still be good. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I still nobody. like the match and okay. I like it all. It was good. Good job, yeah, Mikey. Good. Yeah. I'm going to give you a five as well. Oh, man. That's yeah, awesome. I'll give it to you. That was, that was a good one. I will, I will give it to you. I don't like Sting doing this thing. That's, that's just me, but. But I understand what you're doing. It's the but you're booking like, Sting, how Sting is yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. Work, so, so. so it makes sense. So like that's why like, I I fuck with it in that in that aspect. So I'll give you the five. Yeah, I'm with it. <clears throat> All right. So uh, my next match is Kevin Nash versus Big E. I, I expected a uh, groan from Kenny. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I think it's a good. One. I think this is gonna be a terrible match. I don't think that they're gonna they match up well. Um, all right, so I'm, the build I'm is Big E continues his run as the dominant U.S. champion, but the NWO isn't having it. With Cena after the world title, Conan and Big Show going after the tag titles, that leaves the U.S. title for Nash. Each match that Big E has, Nash is either at ringside or on commentary. During the match, Nash distracts Big E, usually ending in a DQ or a loss for Big E. The week before the pay-per-view, Nash comes out and interrupts again. This time, he lets Big E finish the match with a pinfall for the win. Nash claps and uh, has a fake smile. He he gets a mic and says, keep that title warm for me because Sunday it's mine. Um, so the match, Big E comes out but isn't smiling like he usually does. Nash surprisingly tells the NWO, uh, Conan and Big Show, to stay. he tells them to stay on the ramp. Kevin Nash towers over Big E. Uh, by a foot, but Big E isn't scared. He starts the match hot with a uh, single leg takedown to Nash. Nash falls on his back, and Big E takes advantage early by pounding on Nash. Nash throws off Big E and gets back to his feet by the way by way of ropes. Uh, Big E charges at Nash, but Nash big boots him. Conan and Big Show start to come down to the ring, but Nash shoes them off. They don't get any closer. Big E gets up and charges at him, or charges at Nash. Nash uh, stumbles out of the way uh, and knocks knocks into the ref, who then gets knocked out. Then a hand comes out from under, uh, not through the ring, but you the camera pans over to a hand coming out from under the apron of the ring. Um, and out comes John Cena with a chair. He throws the chair into the ring, and Nash uses it to hit Big E in the head. Nash then uh, picks up Big E with Cena's help, power bombs him into the chair. Cena shakes the uh, shakes the ref, uh, and then slides out of the ring. The ref comes to and sees Nash covering Big E for the three count. And the NWO and Nash are are successful. Okay, so I'm going to give you a three here. I don't necessarily think it's a great match because I don't think. Like Kevin Nash has never been the most athletic guy, and Biggie can be athletic, but I don't see him throwing around Kevin Nash. I would have given you like a three and a half or a four, but I don't like that you have John Cena, your world champion, or like the star of the NWO. He's not the hiding, champion. Okay, the star, the star of the N, the star of the NWL hiding under the ring. That's a minion thing to do. The minions hide under the ring, not the should have Bischoff under there. Yeah, Bischoff. I or thought like, about putting Bischoff Co- under there. Or like Conan would have been fine. I just don't like Cena being in the one. 
under there, especially if as Kevin Nash has been doing this, I don't need help. I don't need help. And then he has the star help him win. So also it feels like Kevin Nash is the star. Like every time we've done an angle, I feel like Kevin Nash has taken the spotlight. Well, that's going to create some conflict later though. So that's going to be interesting. Well, that's great. But I'm just telling you that's, I'm allowed to, that's what I'm complaining about now though, is I can't, I can't grade based off what could happen. I have to grade what did happen. Uh, I'm going to say I agree with Damone on the the number. Uh, I think a $3 match is what you would get out of Big E and Kevin Nash because Big E can't hit big power moves on somebody that big, and he can't hit like more athletic spots with him because Kevin Nash can't move at that level. So I feel like Kevin Nash holds back Big E's wrestling ability. Because Big E can't do what he does best. But nobody's going to fuck up or like ruin the match or anything. And I, I wasn't actually terribly offended by the scene under the ring thing. It's heels pulling heel shit. And the NWO is known for being like a bunch of guys like basically taking over the show and doing whatever the fuck they want. So the, the star is going to, you know, just act a fool just because he can at this point. So I, I, I'm not going to criticize that too hard. I still need to rate it. Um, I'm going to give this two because I don't think that they are going to have even remotely a good match together. I think the angle was all right. Um, but I think the match is going to, like, they're both. I, I just, Biggie's not going to be able to do much because Kevin Nash isn't going to let him do much. That's that's the problem, is that Kevin Nash isn't going to take a belly to belly. Kevin Nash isn't going to take a anything. You know what I mean? He's, he's not, not, he's, he's, not, not he's not, he's not exactly you. Biggie works better with guys that can bump around for him. And Kevin Nash works better with guys that'll bump, bump around for him. And neither guy is going to be that guy. So it's going to be a, just a stiff ass match and not stiff as in like snug. I mean, stiff as in barely <laughs> bend their knees. Can <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Um, I'm I'm leaning towards the four. Um, I think since this is this is Kevin Nash in WCW, I'm assuming that this is like the younger Kevin Nash that yeah. was you know acting up. Yeah, I'm I personally like that Kevin Nash, and Big I think he did a good job. yeah, I think he would have did a good job yeah. in this match, and I think Big E would have did, did a good job too. Especially because I mean it's a big on big match, so I'm not gonna expect too much crazy shit going on like it's like it's two big guys right. going at it but i think for what it is and i think with kevin ash doing heel shit too like just like that era i think it'll be good man so i'm going i'm gonna give it a four <clears throat> i'm gonna give it i'm gonna go 3.5 dollar signs it would have been four the ending was a little weird like they said with the with john cena being like the main guy coming out from under the ring if he would have like hiding under the ring is what made it kind of off yeah, if he came out, just came out, or was like came through the crowd or something. But him hiding under the ring just seems like a minion thing so, to do. Originally, I was just gonna have somebody's hand come out and just throw a weapon over. So that's where it started. And <laughs> oh. if you did that and you just didn't tell us who it was, I wouldn't have docked you for it. Uh, I feel like it, I needed it to be that I was another NWO member. I would have took a point off of that shit. Fucking missed. <laughs> it, it evens out then, so we're good. Yeah. Yeah, that shit would have been goofy as fuck. And I would have definitely took a point <laughs> off. 
This isn't fucking the Adams family. Like, I'll be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. So 3.5 for me. All right. So my next match is Kenny Omega versus Ric Flair. Uh, Ric Flair gives a promo stating he's the best and he's proved it. At, he proved it at the Battle Bowl, which happened two pay-per-views ago. I the Battle Bowl. Decided. And he holds up he holds <laughs> up his Battle Bowl ring. He's he, uh, he deserves some gold, and it's a shame that a curly head, ramen noodle hair, low-down dirty dog is representing this company as the IC champion. Dirty dog. He says low dog da- <laughs> low down dirty dog. Dirty dog is a compliment because it's the greatest tag team of all time. <laughs> curly head, <laughs> curly head, ramen noodle hair, low down dirty dog. Uh, he says a little girl could beat Kenny Omega. If Kenny isn't chicken shit, then he will accept his challenge and face him at Road Wild. And then Rick proceeds to cluck like a chicken and then do a, f- a flare strut. <laughs> <laughs> Omega is seen backstage talking to someone as the camera uh, as the cameras and Mike Tanay find him. That the person he was talking to leaves before they can get a clear shot of who it was. Mike Tanay, Tanay asks if Kenny will take on the challenge set out by Flair. Kenny looks at the camera and laughs. Rick, I'm the best in the world. I'm a wrestling god. I'm ready to take on anyone, anytime that includes you, old timer. This isn't the wrestling of the 80s, and I'm not like anyone you've ever faced. I don't care what tournaments or battle royals you've won or what jewelry looks good on that pale skin of yours. Uh, at Road Wild... It will be you against me, and I will clean you up. And then, woo! You're getting a a cease and desist letter from Evolve for using the term wrestling god. That is our intellectual property. I was going to say, that's not JDL. I was just going to say, and he said best in the world before that, so he's still in everyone's catchphrase. (laughs) Kenny, you better know him, too. You should do it. I want to see where this goes. I mean, Uh, he's going to clean him up. I want to see where where this goes. The match starts hot with Flair trying to be dirty from the get-go. In the first two minutes of the match, the ref stops Flair from using brass knuckles, had to stop him from remo- removing a turnbuckle, had to eject Bobby Heenan from ringside uh, for trying to distract the ref. The first two uh, minutes? Flair. The first he's two acting, minutes. He's acting up. He's just, he's he's just trying. He's, what are all just, these hijinks? <laughs> he's, he's acting like a sixth grader in class. <laughs> Kenny Honestly. forces... Forces his hand on Flair and hits him with a cross chop and woos Flair in the face. Flair retaliates with his own cross chop and woos, and they go back and forth, woo, back and forth, and cross chopping and wooing. It ends woo. with Kenny getting the advantage and throwing Flair into the corner. He knees Flair in the stomach, who falls to the ground. Kenny Omega goes to the top rope and delivers a 450 splash to Flair and uh, pins him for the three count to retain. Mike. Did he do the classic Ric Flair, like, walk out and fall on his face walk? Yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I imagine him, I imagine him, he goes for, like, he goes to use the brass knuckles and the ref takes him off and the ref's trying to set him down over here. He runs over to the turnbuckle and is trying to undo the <laughs> yeah, turnbuckle. Exactly. He's just <laughs> fucking losing right. his mind out there. Like, he's also part of Bobby Heenan's faction. He's who who Heenan. won, by the way? Uh, Kenny Omega. And he oh, retained, yeah. right? Yeah, he retained. Okay. Wait, didn't he beat him with the what was? What did he beat him with? Four fifty splash. Not the um, one. Use that. What? Yeah, he uses it. I looked it up. Yeah, he. But he not the one winged angel. 
No, not the one. He didn't. He didn't win with the one-winged angel this time. One-winged angel. Yeah. <laughs> one, it's, it, it's it's one-winged angel. First off, first off, it is, it it is one. It hold is on, winged. No, no, listen. it's winged. No, shut the fuck up, Damone. You know why it's not winged? Because winged isn't a fucking word. <laughs> Have you, it, it's, just because really... Kenny Omega's dumbass says winged doesn't mean it's actually that's what it is. That's it's, not a fucking his, word. It's his move, so he named it's not it a word. Correct. He named it after <laughs> a Final Fantasy reference, and it's winged. Not in his world. It's winged. He literally no. He said. Kenny Omega literally says winged when he yeah. says it because he's a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Omega's right there with fucking Bret Hart and Sid Vicious. All right, so <laughs> we rank this then or what? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to give this – I I gave it a little bit of shit, but I like the hijinks. I like the Ric Flair running around acting a fucking fool. I think the wrong person won, so I'm going to give you four. If Ric Flair were the one, I'd have given you fucking five dollar signs. I'm going to agree with everything that Travis said. I'm gonna give you a four. I I agree. I feel like Ric Flair should have won after all that. Uh, also, I don't like that Kenny won with not his finisher. He just won with it's a signature. Like, you 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 did Superman punch him. Yeah, you did the Superman punch thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything they said, I agree. I'm gonna actually go four and a half though, because I would have gone five if Flair won, because I was rooting for Flair. See, I, I would th- rather have had Flair win. <laughs> I think uh, Kenny was actually right to wing, but I'm always about putting over young talent. So uh, I think the right person won. I'm still going to give it four. Uh, How old is Ric Flair? He, 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 he said he was young. Uh, oh, he's older? I think he said he was young. I always picture him old because he's been old my whole life. Uh, yeah, but that's not- <laughs> I assume Mike took Ric Flair from WCW. Yeah. So I'm going to give it four. It's solid. It's fun. It's entertaining. Uh, the winged winged debate was funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good content. You said four. Yeah, I said four. Fucking nope, yeah. John over here getting comfy and shit. Yeah, he really right. did. I was gonna say. Um, I feel like the right person did win. I mean, <laughs> it was looking like that. So I want to give it a four. I'm I'm good with that. I'm happy with that. All Fours right, across so- the board. So here is my main event. I don't like right. the way he just like sat and repositioned himself. Yeah, <laughs> he's about so to do he's something. Bumpy ride. That's why he did it. <laughs> All right. So it's it's Cena versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Basically, it's a rematch from you know last pay per view for the most part. All right. Cena and the NWO have been causing havoc. They interrupt matches, mess with announcers, bully crew, kick people out of locker rooms and catering. Uh, the week after the last pay-per-view, Cena calls out Stone Cold. He calls Austin a pussy-ass bitch and tells him to stop ducking him <laughs> and the NWO. Are they? Was, why is there so much cussing on your show? Because it's TV 14, Travis. They <laughs> <laughs> can say over. that now. Yeah, I know. He, I hate it. If he was a real man, he would come out to the ring and put the title up. And if he doesn't do it willingly, then Cena will make Austin do it. That title belongs to the NWO and Cena. Bischoff tells Austin that he must defend the title at Road Wild or vacate. Austin comes to the ring and starts handing out stunners to the NWO. First Conan, then the Big Show, uh, and he goes for Bischoff, but Kevin Nash steps in the way and pushes off Stone Cold. Long enough for the fallen NWO members to get back up and rally against Austin, delivering a beatdown. 
The weeks lead the weeks leading up to Road Wild as Austin fighting back the NW every step of the way. But he uh he does it alone. The numbers game is not on Stone Cold side. Uh on the final week before the pay-per-view, Austin shows up to the arena and a valet takes his car. As Austin walks away, the valet pulls out of the arena and hands the keys to, to Cena and Nash, who are wearing driver hats. <laughs> Austin is in the ring cutting a promo against <laughs> Cena, telling Cena that if he wants a shot, he needs to come out to the ring and tell him man-to-man. Cena comes comes out to the ramp, then points up to the Titantron. You see Stone Cold's car and Nash standing next to it. Nash takes off the driver's hat and puts on a construction worker hat. <laughs> <laughs> Go. The, camera, the camera pans out to show Nash get into a wrecking ball truck. Uh, Nash um, drives the wrecking ball truck uh, into Austin's car, and Austin yells as he that he ex- uh, that he accepts and runs up the ramp and Cena at Cena and gets ambushed by the other members of the NWO. He is able to deliver stunners to Big Show and Conan, but Cena escapes in a limo and gets away. Big Show and Conan eat all the stunners. The NWO come out with Cena and Nash. The NWO comes out with Cena and Nash goes to the announce table and joins Saxon and Tanae and Graves. Is he Chet Lemon? No. No. Graves welcomes Nash to... Graves welcomes Nash as the other two scoff. Austin comes out and runs to the ring with uh, like a bat out of hell. But as he slides in the ring, Cena slips out. The NWO music hits again and Bischoff comes out. He announces that he will be the special guest referee for this match and that the match is a no DQ match. Austin is looking at the ramp, screaming at Bischoff while Cena slides back in and hits Austin with a chair in the back of the head. Cena then proceeds to hit Austin with the chair to his knees. Cena gets cocky uh, and starts to talk trash to Austin laying there. Austin plays possum, then rolls up Cena, but there's no count by Bischoff, who pretended to be distracted by the audience and not notice the pin. Mm, Mike, Austin, sorry to interrupt. Perfect time for this question, though. Is is Road Wild at Sturges in South Dakota? Taking a long time to answer. No, yeah. no, it's not. Damn, because I was gonna say it makes sense then for for Bischoff to be like, ooh, that's a pretty motorcycle. Like, <laughs> uh, why, um, why did it take you so long to answer? Because I, I had to think whether <laughs> I wanted it to be or not. Mm-hmm. Austin starts to attack Cena and he punches him while he's in the mat. Cena throws him off and they start to have an even match. But at any time, Austin gets the upper hand. Bischoff breaks it up. Eventually, Austin and Cena are both tired out. Cena and Austin stand, and Cena goes for an AA, but Austin counters it, uh, counters it, and stuns Cena. This um, then stuns then stuns Bischoff. After Bischoff yells at Austin, Nash excuses himself from the announce table and makes his way to the ring. Also coming up the ramp behind him is Conan and Big Show. They surround the ring and then get on the apron. All three of them get in the ring, and Nash delivers a big boot to Austin. Big Show delivers a choke slam. Uh, Cena is able to get up and deliver an AA, and Bischoff comes through to the three count. The NWO raise the hand of Cena, and then all four members surround Austin um, 
and start to stomp on him. Suddenly, the bar runs out along with uh, Big E. They get in the ring and start to brawl at the NWO. They're able to fight them off enough that the NWO retreat down the ramp, and then they help Austin up, and the show ends. I like it. Mike and I had similar, almost similar uh, uh, finales, but I think Mike did better than mine. I'm going to give you a four and a half. You would have had a five, but I got to penalize you for the hat thing. Because I penalized other people for combining, for having a serious angle and then just throwing comedy in there for no reason. But it's now. So, so I got to be consistent. So I'm going to give you a four and a half. Uh, Fuck Damone, I'm giving you five because hey. that was funny as shit. It was like, <laughs> I felt like it was great, like NWO being kind of like super, super, super dicks, but still trying to think they're funny. Like it's not, it's not going, nobody's going to laugh at that. It's not actually trying to be funny. It's just them being a fucking dick and like, ooh, switch my hat. <laughs> and <laughs> I like all of it. Um, I feel like the match would have been interesting. And it's, I, I feel like you live up to WCW well, because that's some serious WCW shit. <laughs> so uh, five, five dollars for me, sir. Um, I'm going to roll four and a half. Uh, I, I thought the segment was funny, too, and I thought it was in an appropriate way. Like Keith said, they're just being dicks. Um, and the reason the only thing that's even removed that 50 cents, like, so you did everything right. It's just like Cena and Austin leaves a little bit to be desired in the ring. Um, but that's just what happens with the main event style for me, which is two big brawlers brawling. It's not something I'm going to fall in love with, but you did everything right. So four, four and a half. Who is there being dicks? Uh, well, the NWO is who I meant. Oh, I thought, I thought you were saying Damone and the mouse in his pocket or something. I didn't know. <laughs> no, what no, no. I said like the, the, the NWO um, being dicks in the segment. I Fuck am... you. <laughs> <laughs> what, me? Yes, and the click you claim. What? <laughs> what did I do? You the mouse in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> it's a, like if someone says, oh, we're going to go do this, and you're like, I'm not doing that. So who are you talking about? Like, so I thought he was saying, I thought originally he was saying me and Damone were being dicks because I've been fucking with Mike the whole time. But I actually enjoyed this segment a lot. I'm giving you five dollar signs. Hey. Okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. You put on a good show. I I, I would definitely <laughs> say that. I I yeah. You went from having the worst show to having the best might might be having the best show. So I I'll give that last segment a five as well. Thank yeah, you. definitely turned around. Your stories are chef's kiss. I appreciate it. Yeah, he did. I worked really hard on this one, man. <laughs> I had to give it to him. Because I was looking at the scores, and I was like, all the scores are fours and fives. And there's like a occasional Except three. Except for that, I'd say that one, that first match was rough. <laughs> no, you get, you don't want to get that score. You gave him 1.5. Everybody else gave him like a four or like a high three. Uh, Y'all are fried. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy holidays I mean, everybody it's a part of the reason that i i want i mean especially the first match is i needed someone that wasn't the nwo i needed someone that wasn't involved in that storyline somewhere you know what i mean that's true and yeah. i thought it was good to open the show especially after that you know first video package kind of where they come you see them first first and foremost 
So, but yeah. So, all right. So anybody else have any final thoughts? Uh, I do. Because y'all are getting dangerously close with these thumbtacks and the bleeding and the beds of nails. <laughs> they you, guys, don't, you don't own the right to blood. Own the right to crip, he owns the right to blood. <laughs> that said, everyone did great. Yeah, Mike, you really improved a lot on your show. I feel like you put more effort into both the wrestling and the story. Um, so I feel like you just all together. I feel like you cared a lot more about it this time and it showed. Thank you. Yeah, you, you definitely had a way better second show. <laughs> I still think you ain't shit, but you did a good job. <laughs> it's still building. So I'm hoping the Travis next show. I... from a long line of haters. So, it's, it's <laughs> 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 all right. so I guess we're going to go right into the plugs then, right? Yep. Um, let's start with. You're usually short plug, so go ahead. Yeah, uh, not a whole lot going on for me. I just appreciate being here. So Aww. I'm going to pass it along. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be tweeting, so follow me at the Money Colt. Go Colts, D-A-M-O-N-E-Y-C-O-T, like the team. Go Colts. Uh, I'd be tweeting about football, wrestling, basketball, politics and just whatever comes in my brain so follow me on twitter um and i will eventually be doing more guests the wrestlers on tiktok work's just been crazy so i haven't gotten around to it but i'll be that will be a tiktok exclusive kenny um check me out bad guy spoken on every social media um i got the podcast bad guy spoken podcast every wednesday um, you can check out Bad Guy Versus. Um, that comes out every Saturday. We play different uh, video games against each other. Uh, Monday Night's Game Night, Top 5, um, Pizza Connoisseurs, all kind of shows going on on, um, on YouTube. Bad Guy Spoken. Um, in lieu of my regular plugs, uh, I kind of just want to take a second to talk about something that's bigger than me, bigger than this show, or bigger than the company. Um I just want to say rest in peace to 15-year-old Micaiah Bryant, who was shot and killed by Columbus police tonight. Um, you can visit campaignzero.com to see research-based policy solutions to end police brutality in America and Black Lives Matter. Great. Get I fucked, Derek Chauvin. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm find, so glad Mike's following that. Right. You can find me on Twitter at hi-fi underscore Mike. You find me on TikTok at hi-fi Mike, H-I-F-I-M-I-K-E. All right, go to the Twitters, search up Keith underscore the chief. That's where you'll find this guy. Tell me your wrestling hot takes because I actually really love to hear hot takes about wrestling. And sometimes I agree with most of them. (laughs) Uh, Be on the lookout for the post this week where you can vote. Uh, You have a say in what you feel our, or how you feel our our pay-per-views did this week and chance to give us a rating. So be on the lookout by going to book it T one T H R E E on Twitter. And like I said, once this uh, drops on Friday, you will get your chance to vote and let us know what you thought of our shows.
In the meantime, head on over to t13media.com slash book it, where you can find every episode of book it. If you want to go back, re-listen to the drafts where we draft our rosters, we draft our gimmicks, our wrestler, our managers. Um, and you can listen to our first pay-per-views there. Also, while you're there, go check out Primetime with Travi T, Bad Guy is Spoken, um, Debatable. All of our shows are on t13media.com. While you're there as well, stop by off at t13media's store where we have some new merch. Um, all of our same great merch that we had before. There's pajamas now. Woo! PJs. Get a little snuggly with your T13 buddies. Woo! Uh, Organicloven.com slash t13media promo code t13 when you check off of your next order repsports.com where you can get raised energy drinks for 15 percent off for a better taste of your energy right um, and also just have a good damn night have a good night all right well that was book it see ya bye <laughs> Oh, <laughs>